Here we go. <laughs> 25 minutes we've wasted. This is already <laughs> like work for us. Uh, like, yes, like, yes, let's get going. Is oh that the theme God. music? This is the theme oh, music. Is. Welcome the to music. Show Center, the air show podcast. I'm Matt Jolly, joined as always by Rob Ryder and Rick Peterson, three air show announcers at one point in history. Now waiting to get back to work. I, I, I don't even want to say Rob's, Rob's out of work. Back. Rob's been, I, I think I'm just going to say I'm retired because... When you say you're retired in the air show industry, suddenly you get a lot of work. <laughs> Touche. Touche. How many people have retired in our industry and are busier now than ever? That's right. I mean, not, just keep not, that's not a dig at anybody. That's just literally, that is literally it's, the truth. I mean, it's a fact. It's a yeah. fact. Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway. We're, we're happy the shows are back, air shows are back. We had several just this last weekend, and massive crowds. Did you see the stuff from Ocean City that Steve Kapoor I, from you know Geico took? I mean, the Geico Sky yeah. Typers were there, obviously. I mean, I mean, just crowds coming out of the woodwork to this stuff. Everybody's so ready. Thunderbirds had the money shot too from that with the the four ship coming off over the the right side of the beach and is yeah. as far as you can see i mean the airbox there is only the length of the boardwalk but uh, all the way down the beach and it's it's not only a sign that the air shows and people want to get back out and and things are resetting especially where you are not so much where i am here in canada not yet in fact we just pushed the border problem the closure uh, back another month so it'll be oh, mid july no. now before anything along that line gets done but um, but there's new things being announced today and probably as I'm speaking and recording this right now about uh, opening up for those who've had both vaccination shots. So, um, you know, as far as the professional aspect of this goes, things are opening up for casual visits and things like that. The border is still going to remain closed till mid-July. So there's some progress and uh, it does look like. Matt, I'm I'm sorry to say to you, it does look like I'll be working, especially toward the end of the summer. Yeah, well, so no, I'm glad you're going to be doing just that. just you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've got stuff then, too. But look, this is the best part about this, is that there's a lot of new folks uh, in the industry that are working a lot right now. Yes. And, and we want to celebrate that. I mean, it's always great to see new people come into the business and, of course, yep. uh, and, and get work. And one of the things that has happened during COVID that I think is really and, and I mean this, I think it's terrific, is that it has allowed a lot of new talent the opportunity to jump in and do stuff uh, that is that is different. I mean, there's a lot of new stuff happening right now, and new folks are getting involved, and it's great. And I think that that's wonderful. So we're seeing the industry sort of uh, ebb a little bit here and give a little bit here, uh, and new stuff is being tried, which means new people are coming in. And I think it's it, it's wonderful. Now, what is this business going to look like in a year or two years? Uh, you know, who knows when all of this evens out? It's going to be interesting to see for sure. I have been told, and I think we discussed it slightly on the last time we were all together, was that the uh, the drive-in format is catching on, and there are there was a Canadian show, I think. Did you say, Rick? Uh, did you tell me that they did a survey, and ninety-five percent of the respondents said they don't want to go back to the old way. They like driving their cars out to watch the show, yeah. and that's that's going to be something that's going to be. Um tricky to navigate because some shows are going to go to that and 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 of course it's not it's 
Yeah, there's there's different ways of making money. It depends on the base and how many people you get and what you're used to. But it's definitely a concept. I know that the Abbotsford Air Show, which is one of Canada's biggest, uh, is going to go to the drive-in format this year. London, of course, are having great success with it last year. They're, they're looking forward to having great success again this year. And they see the money savings in these kinds of things because it's less volunteers needed. It's less less of a lot, including the people you get through the gate. But people are willing to pay more for that ticket, for that experience, to have less people around and be able to move around a little uh, easier in and out of an air show. And I think... That is a, a lesson. And the other part of this is that I think, and, and we've said this, and I think all three of us have all agreed on this, that uh, the air show fan has uh, already expressed a willingness to, to spend more for the ticket that we're underselling ourselves. And that uh, one of the big things coming out of this, I think, is going to be that we can, uh, with less trepidation now, charge more for that ticket. What do you guys think? I want to make a, I want to make a bold distinction here. Uh, when we talk about our industry in quotes here, I think it's loose. I think it's always been a little tongue in cheek. We now have producers in this business. And I say that deliberately who are in it for the money. They're in it as a business and they're in it because it has become uh, an industry. It's never been about the industry in the past. It's always been about promoting this passion of aviation, which, by the way, is our third largest export in the United States. Now, you guys both know that I've been working with, um, we're forming a new uh, nonprofit corporation called the Aviation Media Institute, and this has been a big push of ours. Uh, yep. But but here's the thing that I want to I, I want to define, and I think we're going to have to define it uh, to continue successfully. You do not have the same experience and evangelization moment at a drive-in event that you do when you have airplanes on the ground and static displays and high-tech, high-touch. They're not the same. One is a transaction where you pay to see somebody fly, you pay to be entertained for two hours, and then you drive home. You never see, touch, or feel anything other than the wheel of your car and the AC blowing in your face. That's fine. That's an experience. It's an event that you go to on the Saturday afternoon, but it's 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 not an immersive experience when you right. are present at a at an air show and a fly-in like you and I know and have grown up with that's a completely different experience now is it the same opportunity absolutely not it's completely different markets so what i think we're going to see is something emerge within the industry portion of this within the business portion of this that gives the customers what they want and i think that is absolutely needed uh, is there a way to invite those people to some other type of event that previously has been called an air show that is deeper, that is more STEM related, that is encouraging these people to get involved in this industry? And by industry, I mean aviation and and pursue these innovative careers. I think that's something we're going to have to deal with moving forward. I agree. I'd like- Let me jump in because Kevin Walsh up at Thunder Over Michigan at the Yankee Air Museum this uh, couple of weekends back, a a week ago from when we did this, brought in, had a Canadian show with Mike Trigvison, the CF-18 demo team, and uh, the Snowbirds. And then they had their own Yankee Air Museum aircraft. But on the Sunday, across the field, they had a car show 
and the museum aircraft on display Hawk and Rides in the B-17, and they also had a bunch of other airplanes on static display. And so there was the hybrid. It was drive-in for the Friday or Saturday night and the Saturday evening and Sunday evening shows, but Sunday during the day, it got what you're looking at, what you're talking about, the high-tech, high-touch part and some remarkable-looking automobiles. That's for darn sure. Well, and I think, too, Rob, that, that is a, that's one show in a series and he's rather than do one smaller show as a drive-in, um, that's been cleverly thought out to be a series of shows uh, throughout the summer on a smaller thing. So you're you're getting to that to where it, where it does encompass everything. The bigger numbers, um, they're getting higher prices, and uh, they're getting the touch and the uh, the connection to aviation that Matt has has talked so wonderfully about. So but I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with either. I just think you, you were going to have to see some type of clarification, whether, look, this is the avenue we're taking. We're going to keep the customer happy, or we're going to do something like what Kevin's doing, and we're going to have a little bit of everything on a Friday, and then on Saturday, Sunday, this is what we're running with. But I think we're going to yeah. have to be clear, and we're going to have to develop programs for each. And, it, you know, it's not a right or wrong. I mean, a lot of these producers you know, they love to look at the bottom line, right? I mean, it's just, it's, yep. they love to look at the bottom line. They love to say, look how much money we made. And they're in this to make money. I mean, they're not working for the Red Cross. We have to make money to survive as an industry and as a business. We all have to. But at the end and of the, the day, over, I think there's the been something larger to this that we've all been a part of and that we've loved and that got us into that. Passion and inspiration. Right. And I hear Rick. I mean, I hear him, what he's saying here, and that is we're not going to be able to keep this up if we keep going down the road. We'll never have the numbers. We'll never have the sponsorship if we keep going down this road. So I think it's something that we're going to have to figure out uh, in order to move forward. Because, look, when, the customers when you have spoken. Say, Matt, when you say this road, you mean the, the model that we've had for many yeah, years? It, it, well, no, okay. I think what we're discovering right now, and it's nothing that we didn't know. I mean, you give them what they want, and they'll come back for more, right? I mean, people are uncomfortable at air shows. Joe Ice Cream Liquor and the and the family is uncomfortable. They have to walk them. We do a horrible job interfacing with customers. I mean, we treat them terribly, right? We make them march walk in for half a mile you know, or, or more. They sit in the open sun for four or five, six hours, and it's miserable. I mean, it's just miserable. So, well, a lot a lot of the shows were making great inroads in fixing a lot of those problems until all of this happened, and there was progress being made. And then there's, and I have hopes that that will continue. You know, some of the the good promoters and that are putting that into it. Some of the promoters uh, in the smaller venues can't because it's still a, a money issue. But again, we've learned the lesson that you can charge more for that ticket now to help cover those costs. And the bottom line in this, as much as it is a business, um, it's also a not-for-profit uh, experience. And that's that's the way it works, and that's the way the military supports it. So that always has to be kept mindful. Yeah, in the military shows, I guess what I'm getting at is that when you when you set the two options out and you say, look, you can either drive in and sit in your car for three hours and watch this, and there's a porta potty behind you, or you can come and do that. I mean, option to drive is always going to be the better option for the family. I mean, you can bring a minivan or whatever and load up. and I mean, who wouldn't want to do that, right? But it's a completely Absolutely. different experience. So I, I guess where I'm going is, and I think we're all in agreement in this, is we're going to have to figure this out. We're going to have to figure out how to have events for these people and then how to have events for the people that have traditionally come to this that want to see airplanes up close and that want to talk to pilots and that dream of someday doing it or being involved in it themselves. 
I'll, yeah. I'll jump in and say that Kevin Walsh is even anticipating that with respect to the full Thunder Over Michigan show that happens, I believe, in August. And he is talking about a hybrid deal where you buy a ticket for a car with X number of people in it, and that covers the cost of those four tickets and the parking that normally would cost more than just the per car cost. So you're, it's a win for, this, for the family that wants to come in a car. But then there's a secondary, uh, secondary level of ticket that allows you to go back to the static ramp and see those airplanes. I think the and convention this the year... Overwater. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I think the convention this year is going to be fantastic because everybody is going to come to it with some really, really wonderful ideas. And I hope yeah. I hope there's a way to harness all of that this year and and experience it, all of it, because I, I that's going to be the secret sauce for, you know, the International Council of Air Shows to sort out with this convention, because there's going to be a lot coming at them and a lot of you know, in the field reports from the last really two years. Uh, Rick, what did, you, what did you start to say about overwater shows? I was just saying the, the overwater shows have always been there, but I think we've also seen a move uh, through simplicity and getting around and having to work with, not get around, but work with all of these health uh, things that we've gone through with COVID that over the water has been a solution as well as drive-in. And uh, as they just did in Buffalo, uh, Ben Kennedy and his group successfully even on a rain and fog kind of bad weather day on the Saturday, Sunday was just picture perfect, and uh, that seemed to work just fine. So that's another uh, another avenue, but it's also it takes away from that aspect that um, Matt's been talking about, and that we recognize that you don't have that static display and that touch and feel, and that that you know I, I would argue that there's still a connection to aviation just by watching what they do. And as long as the explanations and, uh, you know, all the questions are answered and, and that there's some way that those aviators can connect with the public, and that's going to be post-COVID to where the pilots can be brought back as you do at Jones Beach, you know, you fly them back and exactly. forth in a helicopter. At least they can come to a fence line somewhere and talk to somebody. You know, and then and then get them back. So, and that's another sh that's another show, Rick, that you and I have been involved with for many years because of the uh, of the availability of the American Air Power Museum, right. where they park most of the planes. Yep, and it gives gives people just a, another secondary place to be able to touch airplanes, see airplanes, see them park there, and talk to the uh, talk to the pilots. And uh, and it's a big thing. The convention this year, I think, is is going to be awesome because. <laughs> We're all going to be so glad to see one another again, and <laughs> in a, and the in a casual way. They think we we may want to make sure that there are medics uh, that are part of this this year. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and and we have a special row this year back near the back of the hall uh, with three thirty three, thirty three, three thirty five, three thirty seven, and three thirty nine, where all three of us and Jay Rabbit will be situated, and we will be incorrigible, impossible, and we will have a great That's deal of fun. Yes, and then we may even have an open bar. I think Matt has stepped up on that. We really appreciate it. So well, wait a minute, but the thing I didn't understand now, you see, I, I was away. I got called out on a bit of a, an emergency when, when all the picking and all that stuff was going on. Did you just say that we're all together at the back of the hall? Is with my understanding when I agreed to this that we were at the front of the hall. No, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're at the we're – no. in fact, we're in that alleyway that, that all of the workers use – uh, when they bring the food, we're just right there. So 
Just come on back to the. I think some we people might call it the kitchen. Quicker than yeah, we get our box lunches quicker than anybody else, Rick. We're going to eat well. We're at the kitchen table back there behind everything. Just come find us. Look, I just saved you fifty dollars on your booth fee. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, thanks, guys. And really, <laughs> Rob, I'm shocked you put it all on your credit card, but thank you. I mean, seriously, yeah. thank you. Yes. Since you're the only one working, I think it's great that you've that you've ponied up for this. By the way, we got we gotta we gotta do it. We gotta have our, our good friend Rick Peterson here bring us in with Prop Wash, the most professional show about air shows. And of course, our own newsman, Rick Peterson, here with the scoop. What do we have in Prop Wash, Rick? Yeah, in prop wash, the uh, only things, the important things to consider right now are that uh, things are opening up big time where you are, and they're not here. And that's <laughs> this segment of prop wash brought to you by our good colleague Danny Klishup, who now is booking until twenty thirty. Twenty thirty. So call him up, and uh, he'll he'll come out there. Listen, I, we got to talk a little bit about this because I I think we got to have Danny back on. We really do. Yes. We got to have him back on to tell some stories. Because uh, story time with Danny is great. I I think personally, we should record an episode of this show uh, in in the bar at the convention, and maybe just have Danny come and tell stories. As long as you promise not to use the bleep thing, because you keep insisting this is family entertainment. (laughs) That's probably true. I can't tell you how much of a choker I feel that is to me. (laughs) We we must remember that this this is not a program that has to conform to the FCC compliance language. But we have to keep our audience in mind, and I know there's a lot of folks that listen to this in their car with their kids, and uh, that's fine. But I think maybe a special episode, unfiltered, uh, with the one and only Danny Klisham. Not that Danny... Warnings. We yeah. could do a warning. Yeah, we could do a warning at the beginning. Yeah, maybe we just have Danny sit around. We just Did have you? Danny interview everybody. That would even be we, great. I mean, you, you even see, see it on... I think the best thing is, in speaking of Vegas, if you've ever been over to see Absinthe over at the uh, at Caesars, no. uh, it begins as the lights dim and the room goes dark... The voice of God comes out and says, well, <laughs> definitely not the voice of God. Let me rephrase this. <laughs> the voice, voice of says <laughs> that if you have problems with words such as <laughs> worse, <laughs> if you have problems, you should leave now. That could be it. Could be a good opener. I see what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> I see so what you're doing. Just, Rick. just so, just so all the listeners understand, after we record this, we we do a little editing session. and said we better cut out this and this and this and that and, and Matt. Well, Matt's got to do the edits. He's and this is going to take with just uh, what we're putting in here. It's going to take him an extra day to get those right. beep out. That's right. I'm I'm leaving for California tomorrow. By the way, that's my prop wash news. I'm Good. leaving for California tomorrow to go. Well, to a show? Larry, no, come on now. I'm retired. <laughs> Larry Kelly and I are going to go out. Uh, Larry Kelly with Panchito. He's It'll we're not 20- we're not taking Panchito to California, but we're going to meet up in California, um, and and bring back. Uh, some some tiger moth and chipmunk parts for a project that we're working on. So a big project. So I'll. I'll Are you going to like doing so assembly line? Look, 
Basically, no. look look for the got yeah. junk truck. That's right. With the, <laughs> with the Georgia be, plate on it, and you'll, be you'll, that'll be mad. Yeah, we're bringing a lot back. I mean, this is like a, a tractor trailer load of stuff that we're bringing back. And I'll, oh my gosh, we'll have Larry on to talk about it at some point. But it's going to be fun. It's gonna Are you going to have a like a legitimate uh, driver with a C class, yeah. a class yeah. CDL, and and you're not going. It's not going to be like that Bluebird thing. No, no, you almost no, no. I, I'm going to dot. I yeah, yeah. No, it's not going to be like the bus or anything like. No, this is a legitimate deal. So we're going out, and I know with me that's unusual, but we're going to go out and, and bring this stuff back. Uh, we've hired a trucking company, and uh, it's going to be. I'll I'll explain everything once. Once we everything's up and running, but have, it's going to be fun. Of, have you even talked to your wife about where you're going to put all this stuff? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Surprisingly, yes. And uh, it's all understood. So this is going to be fun. And uh, and that's that's my my prop wash news. So for Nate Hammond, who never Man, listens am I to this glad show. I don't live, am I glad I don't live next to you? Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so much for the, the property values. That's, that's why right. You knew it was coming, didn't you, Rick? That's why you moved to uh, a, That's why you moved to an island. Yeah, that's yep. right. No, this is all going to go. Uh, it's all neatly housed in a in a warehouse, and so we're uh, we're going to have uh, going to be up and running here, and hopefully shorter than than time than we think it's going to take. But I I'm I'm not banking on that because this is a it's a big operation. So. Uh, looking how many how many tiger moths and or chipmunks could you build with the parts that you are getting? Well, I have no idea. I have I haven't seen everything just yet. But it's not. Uh, this will not be for assembly. This will be for, um, you know, for preservation of the type. For the for the constant preservation <laughs> and of I mean the type. constant preservation. Right. That, yeah, uh, I mean, look, yeah, exactly. Own. I mean, I own one. Larry has uh, three in his museum. So this is something that we're going to do, hopefully, for the community. And, okay. and I'll explain it all as we go down. But, but get this. So I'm at the airport. Here's a tie to the air show. I'm calling the airport manager because we've got to park this, you know, 18-wheeler out there. And she answers the phone. Very nice lady. And I realize I started drawing the, the connection here, the connect the dots, the air show family we all love to talk about. Her last name is Mason. You want to guess oh whose mother gosh. she is? Yeah, it's it's no it's Sammy Mason's it mother. Be? Yeah, no, Pick she is mother. wonderful lady, and so we'll be we'll be out there uh, in California at the Santa Paula Airport here uh, in the nice. near future to uh, grab all of this stuff and come back. It's a good story, and we'll divulge all of it uh, later on. But uh, um, yeah, nice. just uh, really really That'll terrific stuff. I'm just happy to hear that you're getting out and doing something. This is good. Yeah, yeah, it beats it beats. Uh, you know, I'm going to miss my knitting club. I will miss that. Uh, that's been fun, but uh, it's nice to get sprung out of the old folks' home here, where all of yes. us retirees like to hang out. I'm going kicking and screaming, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's out there before the show. I think it was great. You were talking about. Your, I knew this was going to happen. You were eventually going to get into your life on the acreage that you have and you've been you've been pulling up stumps i think that's very manly rick's yes. going to show up 11 and i did i did them the manual way that's right i did nothing but 11 stumps that i've uh, i've gotten rid of because apparently around here you just cut them down and leave them uh i <laughs> used a pick shovel and axe yeah and it was all wait till you see me at the convention you're not Rick's going to show up in flannel. I mean, that's all he's going to wear. <laughs> Scooter's going to be humbled. Ah, uh, now, now you're talking. So this yeah. is this has been a bodybuilding uh, anti-COVID fat, a little green paint, and you're not going to want to make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Rick, the lumberjack, right over there. There he is. 
Yeah, that's right. I am. Don't wear plaid. I thought that would be a new brawny guy. Get but you, it's, it's get you a new new thing for your booth there. It says, yeah. Rick Peterson, oh, Navy SEAL, the only easy day was yesterday. That's right. <laughs> the most manly man in the air show business. Rick. Scooter, eat your heart out. Peterson. Right. And that's all good until I pass the next Dairy Queen, and then it's all that's right. That's right. So that, that soreness so, you're feeling, Rick, it's it's called pre cardiac arrest. It's not. It's not. Don't uh, say that. It's not. Don't say that. I can feel my pecs getting tight. <laughs> that's right. I I read those those ads all the time. You know that I get because it, clearly Facebook knows I'm about to fall over dead. But I get those ads, and it's like the early warning signs of a heart attack. And I'm like, gosh, this is this is what I get every time I walk up that hill, you know, on the I can back. fix that for you on Facebook right now. Just yeah. just put go to Facebook now. Go to your settings right. and where it says birth date. Yeah, let's see. Put in put in 1998, and you won't get, <laughs> you won't get any of that stuff. <laughs> That's how you do that. It's, uh, you, can I just you say sure about Europe? You're serious about that, right? Yeah, you know, Rick's not kidding. Yeah, I am serious about that. Yeah. That's how, exactly how you get rid of a lot of that stuff. Just tell. Don't ever talk about how old you really are with your iPhone on because Siri's just feeding it all over to the Google people. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I thought so you were going to say just hit delete on the app, and that would fix it too because that would be well, that, that will that would yeah. be great as well. So. And turn Siri off. The um, the Europeans have gotten things back together again post COVID too, and are certainly worth a mention because again they're coming back with some innovative ideas. Santa Cole again is going to come back with this flying in the air uh, grandstand that dangles 300 feet above the uh, the show, which I think is just great. And they might even add a second one. Yeah, I, I did video of that last year. There are, I think, 60, 80 seats in it in grandstand style, and a crane, a huge crane, lifts it up. And you get to be up there 15, 20 minutes at a time, and then they bring down and they put a whole bunch of other people in it, and up you go. And if you time it right for the jet teams, you know, some of the some of the uh, solo blow-bys and everything are about eye level to you, which makes for great photographs. <laughs> the photographers wow. can't get enough of it. And so that that's a really cool way to see it. And they've got this new thing now, where you can it, it's like it looks like a bicycle, and you ride the bicycle. It may it looks like a you know a, a ten speed bicycle or whatever, and uh, you can actually loop it as you're watching the show. So you can you know keep up with some of the aerobatic guys if you want. And their whole play area has wow. just uh, it. Just, they just keep adding new and innovative ideas to make it more that it's an event beyond an air show and yet connect these things so that they're kind of aviation related. And that's been very creative. And the other thing that has really caught on uh, big time this year is if you've seen the British tornado demonstrator uh, jet painted up with the Union Jack on it, they call it Black Jack because it's mostly Black Jet with a Union Jack sort of draped over it. It's a spectacular paint scheme. Nice. Uh, for their demo, and the uh, and the French Air Force, not to be outdone, have come out with this graceful blue uh, uh, type images all over it, and uh, and in Europe as they celebrate uh, the golden anniversary of the Tiger meet, we're going to see all sorts of Tiger jets and aircraft uh, commemorating that with these wonderful, brilliant uh, Tiger schemes all over them. So an awful lot of painted jets this year. Uh, coming out uh, over at Europe and uh, the photographers, I know some of the North American photographers are already making plans to get over to get some of these shots because it's an exceptional year for that. So 
happy that they managed to get through the COVID thing for the most part. And, uh, and it looks like, um, uh, they're also broadening things, bringing the crowds down, but adding days because, as you know, in, in Belgium, they would give you the Saturday off, which was always fun to go and see the community and uh, all the sure. folks that work for the air show and the volunteers get a day off after the Friday Twilight Show and then the Sunday Big Show, which is all day long. So now they're going to pace it out Friday, Saturday and Sunday and, uh, and that way uh, give everybody basically a seat and, uh, and that hospitality that they're known for over there is going to be spread to uh, even some of the general admission type areas. So uh, big changes over there, but at the same time, innovative ones. And I can't wait to hear what they have to say about all of that and how well it works or didn't at the convention this year as well, because uh, the European Council come over and support the convention and they come over with their ideas all the time. They're easy to talk to in the bar. <laughs> and, uh, and I know they take part in some of the presentations too so all the more reason to make sure you get to the convention this year all right I'd like guys. to do a, before we go let me do just a quick recap of three that I had uh, Jones Beach came off great with the Thunderbirds and uh, and they didn't have as much going on at the American Air Power Museum because they have Rob? they have closed that runway yes you what are you saying you can't hear me Rob? Uh, yes hang on a second let me Rick are you there yeah okay I got you yeah, yeah, you don't hear I, you don't hear me again, Rob. No, I don't. Rob, I don't hear it at all. Sounded like a lot of bragging. Jones, it must have been Jones, breaking up. Jones Beach went well. Then, then they had a drive-in. Are you still format talking? For, I am still talking. They had a drive-in format for the Lake Charles, Louisiana show with the Blue Angels, and then uh, Kevin Walsh's Jeez. show with the Canadian Snowbirds and the CF-18 uh, demo team, and Mike Trigvison, and then their museum aircraft. I just wanted to make sure we got that in. All so, right, no shame. No shit. <laughs> I'm going to Duluth this week, and they're picking me up in the Cirrus Vision jet. Really? Oh goodness. Going in a jet? Yes, they are actually. You're going to put me in the left seat. Ah, uh, the life of the life of writer. There you go. All right, Rick. Well, there's a few on. things about Rob that I think they need to know. I'm going to take care of that now. <laughs> Rob will probably be driving. Guys, this email. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob. Have fun working. Rick and I will be back on our yes. farms and uh, digging stumps, Getting reading the latest in, uh, in backhoe today on how to remove them. It's going to be fun. I'm All right, guys. going to continue to get buffed. I'll see you, you. In, uh, Ripped. see you in California here next week. All right, guys. Until until next time, let's have a guest next time, should we? Yes, that be would fun. be a good idea. Be Perk us back up again. All right. So long for now, everybody. Yes. Count my abs. Here we go. One. Push-ups. I got to say, though, you, you really do look good in flannel. Thank you. <laughs> Stretchy flannel. <laughs>